Dumpster Divas, we are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and I am here once again, per usual, with my sister Kix. Hi. Hi. How are you? Another day. Yeah. It's <laughs> another been a day, bad day in twenty and 2020's um older sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I no know, one knew I, about. I know that it was never supposed to get better, but like for some reason, like I thought it would. Yeah. I, like, I just thought there was a chance that things would get better when the clock striked 2021. And it, it seems it hasn't. <laughs> it seems it has not. And I don't mean to die. I, I'm, we're not going to dive too much into my personal life, but it's gotten worse. Yes. So, yeah, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have an exciting uh, Bachelor pod today. Before we start talking about all that, I just want to remind everyone. Well, first of all, say thank you. We continue to get some new listeners, which I'm super, super excited about. Follow the podcast uh, at Dumpster Dive Pod on Instagram. Rate, review, uh, subscribe on uh, all your platforms because that's how we keep our lights on here at the podcast. Right, Kicks? Yes. And uh, yeah, that's kind of the business stuff. I just want to get into it because I'm excited. Yeah. Because this is like the one thing I'm doing today. So I've been looking forward to it all day. Um, <laughs> for our Bachelor <laughs> episode this week, um, we have uh, just one of... Uh, I, I, she has such a dulcet voice for podcasting, I will say. I've always thought that when I've listened to her in my ears. I'm excited to have her on the pod. Her name is Hannah Brown, Hannah A. Brown. And you can follow her on Instagram at Hannah A. Brown. Uh, she has a podcast called Not Aspirational with Hannah Brown, where she celeb- where she celebrates her favorite reality television and the uh, not-so-aspirational people in them. And Hannah, you can talk now. Hi. Hi y'all, it's me, Alabama Hannah. No, <laughs> hey y'all, it's me. I'm kidding. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Kix and Tom. I'm, I'm so pumped. So pumped I to be here. am so pumped you're here. I'm just now noticing in your I don't know what room this is, but you have a I like this legend poster you have. Oh, it's Legero, Natasha Legero. Oh, it's Legero. I'm I'm sitting back. I thought it said legend, but Legero even better. I love Natasha Legero. Oh <laughs> this is our office space. And um I I always feel like the light in here is like just dim enough that did you see the movie Host where there was like a Zoom demon? Yes. I'm like, I feel like this is like my host room where I would be like, whoa, I'm like <laughs> across the room in my chair at any minute. Something about the lighting is like unsettling to me, but like thrilled to be here with y'all. <laughs> yeah. My cat's also joining us today. I was going to say I'm my dog glad. is also joining us today. <laughs> Oh my gosh, look at, look at all these furry friends. I love Russell, this. What are you doing? Look at him. He looks like a sloth. <laughs> Russ, uh, what are you doing? Are you okay? <laughs> no. Your dog knows he, that it's 2021 as well and is like, I'm still not here for it. Yeah, Hannah, how is your 2021? Huh? How is your 2021? Oh, how's it going? Um, you know, it's, it it is happening. It's <laughs> Uh, yeah time's a ticket bye yeah that's all exactly you know I was that annoying person who at the end of 2020 was like you guys know right that like a magic switch is not gonna flip and it's still gonna be shitty in 2021 and then like New Year's (laughs) Eve came like I was saying that like the week before New Year's Eve and the New Year's Eve came and I was like no I actually have like a really good feeling like I'm actually like I'm mm, like I was very optimistic and you know there's we have plenty of time left that being said that yes, you you're absolutely we're right. Think about on. all the things. Think about all of the things we were able to get into 2020. <laughs> so <laughs> much. We were able to squeeze so much content in that, you know. So I'm sure that we have time to recover what has already begun. 
Indeed. <laughs> well, uh, I don't want to get too much into uh, you know the sadness. Of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> before we get into like all of our segments and stuff, Hannah, I just want you to tell everyone listening about who you are, your podcast, all that stuff. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. So yeah, I'm Hannah Brown, Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> um, and I have a podcast called Not Aspirational with Hannah Brown, formerly known as Brown Eyed Junicorn, but I rebranded in May. And so now, um, yeah, I have a bunch of guests on. I interview people and pop culture and reality TV kind of always makes its way in there because that's just how I communicate um, and how most of my guests communicate as well. And then I also do, um, sometimes I do like impersonation videos that I post on my Instagram, but I only do them when I'm in the mood. So that's why they're not super frequent, but feel free to check them out. Yeah, you are good at that. I'm so awful at impersonations. Like I can't manipulate my voice. Like I'm not good at like accents or anything like that. And I've heard you do so many that are so good. Oh my God, thank you. You're good you. at like the New York women. Oh, the New York women. Oh my God. You know, thank you so much. I used to be so bad at doing Sonia, but then when I realized that to be Sonia, you just have to basically like yell everything you say, like, I don't <laughs> shave my pussy. It's like, once you go <laughs> right. to that like decibel, it's easy to tap in. But I wanted to say, you know how to spin and that's something I'll never know how to do. So, you know, we all have our okay. gifts. You, you could spin. What do you mean? I Anyone used, can spin. No, I used to work at a spin studio and I was, lit I was just not, it wasn't, I wasn't good. Maybe I just need you to be my teacher. Maybe. I actually, I don't know why I just said that. Not everyone can spin. <laughs> I liked to move my no, hips in the say, saddle and I got in trouble for that because it's not, yeah, that's not healthy. Safe. Anyways. No, no. Well, I, you know what I will say is that, well, beat based spin. Everybody can, everybody can indoor cycle, but beat based uh, spinning is not for everyone. I know that. Yeah. My boyfriend loves me, loves what I do, but he hates <laughs> spin with a burning passion. He's like, I'm, he's, after like we first started dating, he just stopped, he was like, can we have a talk? And I'm like, oh my God, is everything okay? He's like, I just like, is it okay if I stop coming to class? Cause like, I just don't like spin. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, of course you don't need to like, he's been coming. He was coming for like two months just to sit there and like be supportive in the back. He would be like, That's put nice. me in the back. No, I know. I love you, Brian. He's so what sweet. What a sweetie. Yeah. But it's, it's not for everyone. So no, no judgment on that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Sonia is just a pitch. Like you just scream. I think, I feel like that's like, I went to school for theater, like, <gasps> and, um, kinesthetic trigger is like the how you get into accents like where like there'll be like a word you use like when you're in like accent or di or dialect class mm -hmm. and for sonia it's just like i don't shave my pussy <laughs> that's yes. the intro to the <laughs> and sonia and then you're in and then you're in the pocket wait so hannah what are your like go-to bravo like impressions like what do you love the most i love doing dorinda mm -hmm. I love doing Dorinda. She's great. And you got it. Like, I know it's a, this podcast are, are, you know, not visual, but you got to do the hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it <laughs> yeah. It's always like a, it's always like this little claw to the face, like a little crab claw. My, one of my favorite like trips of all time in the pantheon of reality television is the trip where, Luann has her um, engagement party on that yacht. It's Dur like Dorinda's second season. And she's for some reason, the only one that like thinks that Tom is a good guy. And she's on the boat and they ask her to <laughs> give a speech. She's like, yeah, sometimes when, when one person finds another person, you just know. <laughs> and, you, and you just know. <laughs> that's what that's the only one i could do Dorinda. tom yeah that's what i was gonna <laughs> say you can't say that you can't do impressions when the only impression you can do is dorinda 
It's great. It was amazing. Was that okay? Okay, sorry. Keep going. I, I like see Dorinda. Who else? You started doing I, a James Kennedy, I think. I, I love doing DJ James Kennedy, and also <laughs> in the Vanderpump Rules universe, um, I can. I, okay, so there are some VPR people that I haven't put on my Instagram yet. Well, I I do a really good LVP, I think. Like, uh, yeah, I, I like need to say, I need to say, um, chowing down on Kentucky muffins. <laughs> Um, and then Brittany, I feel like I do really well, but I'm not, I will not post it because I know that her fans are so rampant that like, I'm not honestly willing to deal with the backlash, but fuck you, Sandoval, fuck you, <laughs> y'all keep the fuck out. <laughs> that one is really good. Thank you. My whole face like explodes. Like I know listeners, you can't see, but like my face goes to this like drunken, angry place. Yeah, she just got, yeah. she just turned into like a Kentucky red faced alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's pretty odd to me that her fans are so crazy to you. Okay, do we need to say who the fan base is though? They're mm. white Trump supporters. <laughs> Trump supporters. Say it in a Dorinda voice, and then you'll just slur through it. <laughs> she has a Trump supporters supporting her. <laughs> you support Trump. You support Britney. <laughs> never was sold on Britney. I I knew that there was a darkness to her and I was very satisfied in the last season when we got to see it unleashed, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. I yeah, I never was team her ever. I thought that it was weird. Anyone who can tolerate all the nonsense that Jax has put America through like is someone who deserves to be um in hell next to him. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Tom. Careful, you're you're gonna get it next from the Britney supporters. I continue so. to say this, but we underestimate, we overestimate the reach of this podcast. Has. No, I just I find her like pretty ridiculous. That after I don't know, it's like Jax is one of the worst people I've never met in my life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he's it's pretty, awful. It's odd that that's something that you're attracted to, but. I think she's also attracted to like being on TV and like right. her house in Valley Village. And like, that's what annoys me is like, it's like, can you just admit that you just want to be famous? Like, will you just fucking say it? Because like, there's no other reason why you would stay with this, like just garbage person and not, he's not a dumpster diva. He's just a garbage person. <laughs> no, I know. Thank you for saying exactly, that. And honestly, exactly. actually you, you set up a transition that was seamless. I got to give you a, a quick little snaps on that. <laughs> so, um, Hannah, when before we get into our recaps and all that stuff, we always like to ask our guests about kind of their journey with reality television because everyone's is a little bit different, you know. So uh, what reality TV made you a dumpster diva? And once again, dumpster diva is like I say uh, we call things trash because that's what people call us. You know, we're it's a reclamation of we're what people think back. of us. I love that <laughs> so much. <sighs> I can't pick one reality show, okay. but here are a few. OK, go. Rich Girls on MTV with Allie Hilfiger and Jamie Glacier, one of my faves. Unfamiliar with that. Have watched. It's on YouTube. Okay. Give it a watch. Okay. But Vintage VH1 was everything to me. I loved the surreal life. Mm -hmm. I loved Rock of Love, Daisy of Love, Flavor of Love, all of them, you know, um... And yeah, I would say those like early 2000s VH1 shows. Also, I don't know if like Best Week ever counts as yeah, early reality I mean, TV, yeah. but like I, yeah. that show and like I Love the 80s, all those VH1 shows, like amazing. I love those shows too, because I felt like when I, I actually do feel like I have a knowledge of like, 
like part of the beginning of my encyclopedic knowledge of pop culture began with shows like that because like mm-hmm. it would give me it would it would mention like a fad of like an era and then I'd like go look up what that was and then I'd learn more about and like it sounds so silly because it's a dumb show you know but like it like it helped me realize that I loved pop culture so I totally I totally get that yeah and like the whole like uh music video countdowns of like rating the top 40 music videos of the i feel like they did it so often but no they would yeah they would do like one hit wonders or they would do yeah yeah. they were just so fun to watch oh Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah we were also vh1 girls from like day one yeah so good and yeah i think that's why i loved it because it really did like it was just all encompassing when it came to pop culture and like taught me that i love pop culture too right also america's next top model I mean, it's love to hear it. Yeah, I wait. So in you know, I always when people a couple people have said Rock of Love when they've come on here, mm-hmm. and I always ask people this when they bring up Rock of Love because I love the slept on season three of Rock of Love. Rock of Love bus. Did you watch Rock of Love bus? I think that's when I dropped <laughs> off. Okay, I know we all have a lot going on right now, but pencil in some time because okay. it is on Hulu, and. It's what a they wild do. ride, no pun intended. Like <laughs> <they're>... <laughs> that really made me laugh. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> yeah, I love a good dumb pun, and you really hit the nail on that. I just always loved in all the challenges when you know he'd have them do the craziest shit, and no matter what they did, because you know these ladies did the craziest shit. They were all so obsessed with Brett, and then he, no matter what they did, he'd be like, "And that really turns me on." And it's just like, <laughs> but why? why? Not you why? doing a great. Brett yeah, Michaels impression. Brett impression. <laughs> if you just put your hairline back about five inches, you could like pull it off. <laughs> it's pulling my hair. I just, yeah, I need like a giant like headband, like bandana right here. I'm convinced his hairline starts like here. Or if he took off the bandana, the hair comes with it. Like it's or just, the like, hair a full starts wrap on. here. And then when yeah. he puts the bandana on, it's just the like a bowl at the top. Yes. yes. <laughs> Wait, so on Rock of Love Bus, what they do is they put, they get more women actually, and they put them on two different buses and just drive around his like tour with him. Oh, and. Shit. You know, the challenges you're talking about that are so impressive to him, think about what they do now because they're going to like, they, they'll they just like go to a parking lot in like Tulsa and be like, okay, so on the road, it's really hard to be on the road with Brett. So what you're going to do is you're going to like put together his set for him. Like they have to like go and like put together his set. They have to perform on, like I guess instead of having like roadies, like they're just that. And then like they sleep like in the bunk beds, like on the bus. Like yeah. it's, oh my God. it's a disaster and it's fantastic. I meant, I've mentioned it so many times, but I want everyone to watch it. Cause it's just a, it is, it is awful. And you know, at some point when, when you have a season three of your own dating reality show, we, the call's coming from inside the house. Right. You know? <laughs> if, you've, if you've had to cycle through 60 women and you still can't seem to find one that fits, I think, you know, there's something else we need to talk about. From all the VH1 dating reality shows, no one's together. Like no, no, not a one. Not, not a one. No. Like at least in Bachelor Nation, there are couples that make it and make it for a long time or even just are still together, but not one came from them. <laughs> Did we expect that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> it would be more shocking if someone was still together from Rock of Love. Oh, completely. 
Yes. And oh my God, do you remember Peter Brady and Adrian from ANTM were together? How could I forget? Yeah, of course. Met on the surreal life. Yes, they didn't last. A shock. Yes, and then they were on celebrity like couples or marriage counseling or what was that yeah it was something oh, yeah they, they had a show too they had it was yes. called like marrying brady what was it called Bra- a very uh, i don't know it, it was, was something it like about marrying brady no no it was like brady this is so interesting for everyone listening <laughs> <laughs> i'll just look it up <laughs> yeah it, yeah but it was the two of them and they were just like fighting the whole time i wonder what i would love to revisit what all the winner the winners of antm are doing today you know Yes. Or like a reunion season. I would love to see like all the winners come back. My Fair Brady. My, My Fair, Fair Brady. Brady. That's pun. an odd pun to go with. Let's it's pretty let, weird. Let's take a musical. <laughs> <laughs> a musical that has a musical nothing to do that has with nothing Brady to Bunch. Do or with the Brady Bunch top model. Or the surreal life. blend it together well there you go um okay well uh should we get to the to the batch part of the app yes yes i'd love it okay great we're gonna take a quick little break and we'll be back in one second with hannah brown hannah a brown to talk about um (laughs) can you please do your hannah brown impression one more time it was really great uh roll tad (laughs) there you go (laughs) we'll be back with her in one second Okay, and we are back. Hi, Hannah. Hi. How are you? Great. <laughs> Great. Okay, so let's talk Batch. Okay, so where? What is before we get into this episode? Um, any thoughts on uh, Bachelorette this season? Bachelorette. Yeah, yeah. I just want to hear because it was kind of a crazy year we've had with Batch yeah. Nation. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think Claire is. I really rooted for her until she was the Bachelorette, and then she bothered me a lot. So I was happy to see that she found love early on and left us alone. Mm-hmm. Um. I found her to be really chaotic and not mm-hmm. in like a fun Sonia Morgan way. Uh. Really like Tasha. Did not see Zach as being the winner. That was kind of a curveball for me. Oh really? Oh. But I, I feel always... like everyone else saw it coming, and I did yeah. not see it yeah, coming. No, I, I pretty I... much thought it from the beginning that like. It was going to be Zach, um, Brandon, and then someone else. I always forget. Ben. I literally forget about him every time we talk about this. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was going to be Ben, but then also like towards the end there, like I was like, I would not pick this person as a long-term partner either. So like, I completely understand what Zach brought to the table, but I am so happy to be free of the La Quinta. I couldn't watch another episode there. It felt like a prison. And I'm now that we're, you know, at wherever this other resort is on the East coast. Pittsburgh. Nemecola. Nemecola. I don't know. It's, it's outside of Pittsburgh. That's all I know. Yeah, it's Nemeco something <laughs> beautiful. So happy, and I was like, honestly, like Tasha deserved better. Like she deserved yeah. a better resort. She deserved. I mean, I was happy she found Zach, but like I didn't like that she didn't get more of her own guys that were like Agreed. picked for her. Um, but Matt's, you know, he's got a he's got a good situation going on. Yeah, he does. A, These women, there's so many of them. I forget. Like, why is there so many? It's like so many. Why yeah, I is don't. There- Three, of all the years i know that was kind of bizarre of all the years why is that i wonder if it was like a i you know what i wonder if they were alternates because of covid and mm-hmm. everyone was just clean like everyone not clean's not the word but everyone just <laughs> tested negative <laughs> not clean <laughs> clean is not the word 
Probably though. They probably had to like overcast it so that and, in the yeah. event that like at the last minute someone got COVID, they could like throw someone else in. And then we have another woman coming in, which I, I didn't watch Colton season, but whoever that woman is who's coming in later. Oh, I forgot that that was coming. Oh. Yeah. What's her name? I didn't watch that season because. I didn't either. I didn't fully watch it either. I like dabbled in the beginning, dabbled at the end. Yeah. I struggle with the closeted virgins. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes, Tom. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on one today. <laughs> yeah, you're bringing the heat. I, can I mean, get between that. the Colton and the Britney stands are going to come for all of us. I just hope y'all are ready I, for that. Yeah, and the that, Hannah Brown stands. I started I that one. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so let's talk about this episode, this season. Matt James, are you equally as attracted to him as I am? Because I find him to be wildly attractive. He's he's beautiful he's super hot i i will say personality wise like i'm not like no he's very boring to me but i mean he's an objectively hot guy yeah when he took his clothes off when he was like i'm gonna just chop this wood it was like are we entering a porn like this is i literally was like is this a porn it was like, so uncomfortable to watch and then the girl i felt so bad for her because she was probably like He's hot, and of course I'm going to stare at his abs, but, like, I'm on national television. What else am I supposed to do? (laughs) Yeah. Like, my reaction would have been, like, I I just would have been, like, oh. (laughs) Like, I would have had such a jarring reaction if he just, like, got. Like, can you imagine being on a date and someone just taking off, like, their shirt to do a task on the date? Did he, did they even use the wood? That's no. what I had questions about. I was like, is this like a wood operated like hot tub? Like I'm just like, <laughs> do exists. they need to like set the wood on fire to like heat the tub? Like I was so confused. Yeah. yeah because I, then, I, then I, the next day he went on had a fire. So maybe he was chopping wood for the next day. He was like, now that we're here, <laughs> that, that'd be I'm rude. just going to get ready for the next date. <laughs> yeah. Time management. Okay. Love a man that plans. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wait, so um, who are we loving out of the women? Who are we loving for our television, aka Victoria, but don't think they'll be with okay. Matt? Who do, who do we think is sleepy? I have some opinions about her that you're going to, Tom and I are going to fight about. But I think that Brie, the first person he went on a date with, is an incredible candidate for The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. The way she was talking to him, I'm like, you're so good at this. I, I don't know. She She felt a little vanilla to me. You, th- you think she's a good candidate for The Bachelorette? The way that she was talking to him, I was like, are we on her show or his show? Like, mm. she was so much better at it than he was. I honestly didn't think that. Like, I didn't think of her as the future Bachelorette while I was watching. But now that you say that, I could totally see it. Because I also think, like, being a little boring is, like, kind of the name of the game. Mm. I think, That's like, true. I think what was refreshing about Claire, but equal as, equally as irritating, was because she was just, like, stressful to watch whereas like there's like you know something like beautiful and like perfect about whoever's picked for the bachelor or bachelorette or like historically yeah. you know what i mean yeah that's that's a good point because you want you want you don't want the lead to be chaotic you want the people around them to exactly. be exactly yeah. they anchor it right right because yeah you need them to like crack the whip sometimes you know and be like okay guys calm down but if they're mm-hmm. cuckoo <laughs> like claire was cuckoo you know <laughs> <laughs> it's a runaway train so we, so we got a lot of dates today. So we, we have Breeze one-on-one. We also have the largest group date of all time. <laughs> 18 women. I felt really, ba- I felt really bad for them. And yes, then they, they're asked up. to 
beat the shit out of each other in wedding dresses with paint. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? This is See, like I Lord of the was, Flies. I thought it was kind of a fun concept, uh, to be totally honest. I was like, <laughs> this is fun. I, because like, we've seen so much like, ath- like athletic competitions on Tasha's season, excuse me, that it was like fun to see them, I guess, do it again <laughs> in a different way, a more creative way than just take your shirts off and like punch each other in the face. I will say the climate is refreshing to me. I love yeah. cold. And so like, I'm enjoying this like new climate where we're doing like snowy things or like yes. fall things. Fall yes. Things. Like falling in the crunchy leaves right. in a wedding dress covered in paint is like a whole vibe. <laughs> I mean, I was, you know, I was thinking that to myself earlier too. Like if I were to go on a group date, like so many of the group dates on the bachelor are like, they ask the women to wear like booty shorts and a little like bra as a shirt and then like play like a flag football game. And it's like, I mean, I guess given the choice between the two, I would prefer wearing a wedding dress and, you know, falling down in the woods. Oh yeah. I look so (laughs) much better in the fall and the winter than I do in the summertime. Same. Like I love a good layer, you know? Yes. It's my first thought was, um, what happens if the wedding dresses don't fit someone? Like none of them fit someone. I look I across feel- the women though, kicks. They're I all mean, they're like literally so the little. same size. Like everyone's like size two to maybe six. Oh my gosh. I was just concerned for them. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be so embarrassing. I yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I think Bachelor Nation needs diversity like across the board. Mm-hmm. And I want to see some body diversity too. Completely agree. Like, are we to believe that every like every person that looks like Matt James or that looks like Taisha or that looks like um Claire or that looks like all of these leads, like they don't have to be in love with someone who's thin. Right. No. Like, like there are people <laughs> of all shapes and sizes that love each other. Like, why do we yeah. have to, like, why are we just like putting everyone in the box? Like, okay, so you're thin and fit. You must love thin fit people, fit people, you know? Yeah. And like fit is fit comes in all sizes too. Like that's such mm-hmm. like a dumb assumption to be like, yeah, I don't, it, it, it's, it, it is so silly. I completely agree. We were saying this on our, on our last bachelor episode, but this cast is beautiful and to everyone I just want to continue to remind everyone that to everyone who's like I can't believe how beautiful this cast is it's like it's because there is diversity like yeah the reason the reason we're all just like looking at these women being like they are just breathtakingly stunning it's like because we have people that look different yeah we're not just looking at white blonde girls which I was telling my boyfriend (laughs) actually he was like asking me about this season and I was telling them I was telling him it was the first black bachelor. He stays like very out of the pop culture world. And he was like, wait, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. He's like, hasn't that show been on since like early two thousands? I'm like, yeah, 20 years. And it took us 20 years to get not only a black uh, lead, but a cast of, um, you know, contestants that are not majority white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like I do have questions too. Like, um, cause I'm a fan of Rachel Lindsay's and she was talking about how like she had an issue with the way Matt James was like rolled out as the newest bachelor where like ABC sort of was just like, look, and she's like, I think that because he was the first black bachelor, like it shouldn't have been rushed. It should have been handled differently mm-hmm. as opposed to ABC treating it like a bandaid as, yeah. opposed, you know, without taking right. real accountability. Um, but I also am interested, like if there's, um, like black representation behind the camera as well, because like, yeah. 
I just think the entire show needs to be representative of the world we live in because everyone deserves to find love. I agree. And be and on TV. I, uh, everyone deserves to be on TV. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Everyone no, but- gets deserves a chance to be a FabFitFun sponsor. Yes. Right? Yes. Well, I have to believe that things would be a little bit differently if they didn't have all cis white people running the show, you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Hell. If they, they could afford to have some gays on there, too. Please. <laughs> Please. Not the only gay being, like, the photographer that has horrible, <laughs> that lays in a tanning Wait. bed for 16 hours a day. My old boss knows this photographer, has <gasps> been on vacation with this photographer. Is, is he fun on vacation? Do you have any so intel she, there? So she said, I will not reveal her name. But she said she dated this woman at one point who was best friends with this photographer man. And um, she was watching because he was on last. He was on The Bachelorette as well. Mm-hmm. And so she was watching that episode with Tasha, and she texted me. She's like, oh, my God, like, I know this person. I'm like, no, you don't. And she like sends me this picture of the three of them, like in South Beach, like on a beach together. She says he's just like what he is uh, in the show as he is IRL. Well, that's good. I would say his photos are objectively pretty bad. So I would be curious to see some of his like actual work. Let me see his portfolio, please. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't be shocked if he wasn't a photographer. You know, I (laughs) was just like cast. Yeah, he's just like a a friend of someone's on The Bachelor. Right. Yeah. Wait, so um, I do want to jump into uh, Victoria a little bit. So before we go on this big date, I... I identified with Victoria a lot when she was wearing her like triple XL tie dye quarantine look like makeup was like hanging off of her like cheekbones. Like I was like, oh, my God, babe, like this was me in June. But like, guess what? Like (laughs) television. (laughs) She wanted to look like shit. Like it was a desire. Yeah, because (laughs) I looked at her Instagram today. And because someone like we were talking about it, like in my group of friends and she is so beautiful on Instagram. So she does know how to like try. And I'm sure that there's a lot of like photo editing because it's pretty clear that there is, but like, she does get it. So there is a world where she's like, you know what? I'm going to just go on the show and go balls to the wall. (laughs) I mean, I, like, it looked like her makeup was, like, three days old. Like, she looked like me <laughs> on, like, a Saturday morning in college where I was like, when yes. was the last time you showered? Did you brush your hair? Like, right. how many days old is that makeup? And I just – and then the bra straps later, I was like, you couldn't even be bothered to <laughs> find a bra that didn't show? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, but it also, iconic. <laughs> I, yeah, it's like I'm teetering on – I'm not laughing. I'm like – this is annoying versus like this is fun for tv i can't decide mm-hmm. what i like because right now i'm just like this is fucking annoying <laughs> okay but if she wasn't there uh, we wouldn't be there wouldn't be drama already you know no but i well, do yeah. think she feels so forced like i feel like she she honestly it seems like she's doing an imitation of Brianna Wallace from the movie Holiday in the Sun starring Mary-Kate and Ashley, a role that Megan Fox originated in like 2002, where it's like, Shout out. I'm here for math. I am not here for you. Like, it doesn't seem real. Whereas like, and I was saying this earlier, like on Nick Vial's season with Corinne, it was like, mm-hmm. yes, Corinne was a villain, but it was very clear that like Nick 
thought she was really hot. Like at the very least wanted to have sex with her. Whereas like between Matt and Victoria, like there's nothing there. It's so obvious that she's like the villain that the producers are like putting he's, into the mix. He's still not afraid to open mouth kiss her though. He, <laughs> there, he's, their kissing compatibility is truly so gross. It's disgusting. She's a closed mouth kisser and he's an open mouth kisser, which, <laughs> which causes a lot of issues when you kiss at the same time. Because yeah. he eats you. He eats the face. Yeah, it's here <laughs> and then here. <laughs> it's pretty. Um, I also don't think he wanted to kiss her. And then I was convinced, like by the end of the episode, that he actually kind of likes her. It's unclear, right? I, I think he's. she's going to stay one more week. One more week. Yeah. I well, feel bad I, wait, I, for the girl who, like, what's her name? Marilyn, that she, like, started drama with. I'm like, if she gets fucking kicked off, like, doesn't get a rose because of some fake shit, I'm going to be so mad. Well, something weird about that interaction was she was talking. She Did, did you, guys, you all notice she started talking about, like, the house? And she was talking about her roommate. And I'm like, wait, I thought everyone was just in this hotel. Like, yes you're she's right talking about she's their like, roommate so i'm like, like oh so you're paired off then because at la quinta each man had their his own like suite you know yes. but here now these women have to pair up and then she's talking about the house i was like i was very confused about like the logistics of where they're sleeping that's such a good point right because they have all of that like the room where they sit on that big comfy looking red couch it to me that feels like the lobby yeah yeah definitely and then like they go up to the rooms, but they must be sharing rooms because she was like adamant about sleeping on the couch. <laughs> the drama. Wait, I wrote I mean, this note in my my notes. This is like very random, but I just saw it. Because <laughs> you were talking about American Sex Up Model. I said, Serena P looks like that girl in ANTM that goes home during makeovers. <laughs> Wait. But you I seem just, like at, like in general, like as a trope, not like you're not talking about someone in like specific. No, no, no. Like in general, she's the one that would get like her hair just like completely chopped off and dyed <laughs> purple. And like she literally is sobbing because it looks awful. And then she fails the photo shoot. And then Tyra's like, you have to go home and you have to keep this hair. And you have shaved eyebrows and bleach blonde, like shaved hair. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, Cassandra, never forget. Oh, my God, Cassandra. Oh. But the hair looked good on her, Cassandra. Wasn't, wasn't Cassandra that when Tyra was like, I said Mia Farrow and <laughs> Rosemary's baby. And she had to get it cut yes. again. And Cassandra was like, no. <laughs> She's like, this is worse. Yeah. Wait, do you remember when that girl during like a, um, what they not a rose ceremony, but like the judges table when she, yeah. her hair was like itching so badly. She had like. <laughs> red marks all over because like the tracks in her weave like it was a white woman the tracks in her weave were like irritating her skin wait so did she have bleach? did she bleach her hair too well, there i was, think she did there was the one, a lot yeah there's the woman with the red hair on the season with um jocelyn that had like the red weave that like was like so it was like just a rat's nest on like one side she's a white woman well uh, so this is so off topic but jay manuel during quarantine was doing jay's chats oh, or something like that and mm -hmm. it was like an instagram live where he would talk he would kind of like recap every season fun yeah and he was talking with someone um on his ig live and he was like there are just things that we did to some of these white women's hair that just was not appropriate for like their hair texture. And like, 
he's like they're it's just like can't be good for like the long term of like their scalp like some of these women with like super fine thin hair having all this hair sewn into their scalp like it just wasn't a good idea wait i'm sorry this is again (laughs) podcasts are definitely not visual but i am going to share my screen and show you because i found it shit (laughs) tell you (laughs) wait what I was going to share my screen because I found oh, a horrible I have to make picture of Cassandra before and after. Oh, my God. Yes. Wait, give it to me. I just made you the okay. host. Oh, <laughs> oh Cassandra. <laughs> Wait, okay, but I still kind of think she looks good. Cassandra, no. Cassandra with that haircut looks like Luca Magnata from Oh, my God. With How dare you bring up Wait, Luca I'm saving Magnata. it. Oh, my God. God, Luca Magnata. She looks like Luca Magnata. She does, Hannah. She looks exactly like him. That is such a, a weird, weird thing to say, but it's so accurate. The first For time I saw Luca know, Magnata, I was like, "It's Cassandra." Yeah. For those that don't know, Luca Magnata is a, a serial very killer, scary person who loves Basic Instinct. Um. <laughs> and kind of looks like Sharon Stone, which she brings the whole "don't fuck with cats" together, you know. Full circle. Um, okay, oh. back to the Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do we know where we are? Anything else about the group date? So they they play they play capture the flag. I I really really didn't understand the rules of this game. I was like, did I drink this wine too fast, or did I miss something? No, there there were no there, rules. That's what I didn't get. And also, I felt so bad for the girls that didn't get to do the wedding photo with him. Like, they got all these wedding photos, but they only did, like, six of them. And then the rest of them didn't get that. And then it was, like, a free-for-all in the woods. I I really did not understand. I, too, would have been crying in a wedding dress, being like, I literally... Like, I would have just been crying because I didn't understand the rules. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's it's like Matt just, like, ringing the buzzer. Or or, or, um, Chris Harrison was just like, okay, we're done. Red team. (laughs) didn't make sense and then someone like got mvps from the other team so they were allowed to come on the day it's like what's happening i I think i missed that part who yeah who got mvp there was like one girl from the yellow team that won mvp she's the girl with the long she's middle part long black hair mari Um, yes it was mari yes because she yes yes yeah because mari well it's like i feel like they're trying to create storyline with mari I mean, she's I really liked pretty. Her a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, liked I like her, her much more in this episode. I feel like we didn't really see much of her in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. I just had this conversation with my friend where she's like, "Really, Mari like stood out to you? Like, I thought she was boring." And I was like, "Maybe I'm just like hypnotized by like her like stunning beauty." <laughs> no, <laughs> so I think she's very really pretty. She turned me so off striking. last week. She turned me off last week because. She was so nasty. She was like bully energy to Katie, the woman who brought the dildo. Like Katie was just being oh. funny, funny about it. And then Mari was like being so like weird. About Judgy. It. Yeah. 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 It just was she just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Maybe maybe she she is going to turn around, though. Um, wait, I had another note about Kit, who I think is um, identical to uh, Queen's Gambit woman. Yes. I was going to say Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah. <laughs> she looks exactly like her, right? Yeah. She really she looked like her today. Or yesterday, or whenever that was. Um, wait, so uh, who, who? What's the woman's name who gets the uh, first impression rose on that first date? I'm uh, not first Lauren? impression rose. No, no. Um, Abigail. The, Lauren. No, no, no. Is it Lauren who gets the rose after the? Yes. Yeah, the group she, date. Rose, after the group date. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She talked to him about like 
religion and stuff like that and then they like really clicked mm-hmm. that's yeah. lauren happy for lauren and mm-hmm. uh sarah gets the big one-on-one date which was interesting right what do we think about her getting it what do we think about that date in general thoughts i'm not really surprised she got it i feel like from even her photos in her promo i'm like oh yeah this girl's gonna go pretty far yeah because she's beautiful and i don't know she looks very reserved but i she is found out very reserved but i don't know i thought the date was kind of weird yeah piggybacking off of that i mean i think if you're beautiful and basic you will go far on the bachelor um (laughs) and that is sarah um i i will say i i had mixed feelings because it's like yes we're on reality tv so like i understood why like you know, you need to do something you need to like share because you're on a reality show. But Mm -hmm. also I'm like, when Matt was like, I don't know, like if she doesn't, if she's not vulnerable with me, it's like, it's week, like two, like, I don't know that I would be able to share everything on week two with a total stranger and a camera crew, you know, about like my family or like personal shit. So I'm like, I don't think that's a fair reason to like phase her out this early. I get that too. But what I will say though, in this situation, because Matt is not um, of the batch nation world yeah. he has to be vulnerable like immediately like that's his job because like no one knows him you know I so like that word so much what vulnerable, vulnerable i know yeah but he, but he just has so much he has to be so he has to be so open because Thank like you. no one knows who he is which open newsflash means the same thing yes i know <laughs> it just sounds better than vulnerable because they I, all yeah, they yeah, say yeah, is I that, get that freaking word yeah i get that no but um I just think that, you know, like I can see how being frustrated on his end when it's like, I have to do this over and over again. Like you guys don't know anything about me either. And it's frustrating to like talk to like a brick wall. Yeah. And she was just so closed off. I, you know, I don't think that it, she had to like go there with the family stuff that felt like a little egged on by producers. I just wish she could have been like, I just like I'm getting to know you. That's the thing. I agree because it's like, yes, I understand not wanting to share that that early and like good for her for sharing it. If that's something she wanted to do, it did feel a little forced to me where it's like she's reserved. So she better share something super, you know, personal and difficult about, you know, her dad. But I also am like, can't you just have a conversation about like your interests, your hobbies? Right. Like, who are you outside of this reality show? Right. That's well, who like are you to outside equally of your... as important to be yeah. like, what yeah. kind of food do you like to eat? Like, yeah, what? Like your seamless bill. What was that? And like, what did you order the most in quarantine? <laughs> like, Right. I mean, your baggage does not make you, you know, like that doesn't yes. have to be, that does not have to be your title. Like at this point, her title card is like daughter of ALS victim. You know what I mean? Like that, like they're just shoving it down our throats and like, right. that can't be fun for her either. You know? Yeah. So yeah. And similar to, I mean, it's pretty similar to like Tasha's season when these guys were just sharing so much to a point that it was like okay there we just like crossed the line of sharing too much on television because like Riley for example is like I've never told anyone this I'm like now you're telling eight million people when you (laughs) put it that way that's intense Yeah. I mean, I liked last season because I thought it was refreshing to see like a group of like straight men like actually be open and go there and, you know, and have frank conversations um, about all kinds of topics on Mm -hmm. TV. Um, But yeah, I think it 
also has to happen organically. I don't think it needs to be right away. And I don't think it needs to be forced. Like, I think we can take some time to get to know these people. It felt that season, last season didn't feel storyline produced as much as what's happening right now does. Everything right now feels so, it feels so like bachelor. Like it feels pre 2020 bachelor. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. There's something refreshing about how candid. It was weird that like, Again, it like you're saying, it was so produced. Now I'm thinking about they like went to the campfire to have a drink, and then they didn't get it out of her there. And then they went to have dinner, and then they got it out of her there. It was just kind of weird, like set up for this conversation where it's like, let her just be honest and like live her truth. And then if she, she might not even want to tell you yet. That's like the biggest thing. It's like this is pretty much a big deal. So. You know, the show Unreal, like, I was like, surely there was some Sherry Appleby type character that like mm-hmm. ran up to Sarah and was like, you're going to get eliminated if you don't talk about this. Like, right. Right now. I would believe like, okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely believe that. Because again, it's like, this show is so short that in hindsight, it's short to get to know someone and potentially get engaged to them. So they're like, you have to tell him everything or he will send, or will essentially tell him to send you home. Yeah, because <laughs> we could yeah. have that ability and use it, aka Victoria still being here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, let's get to the so th- we get our cocktail party and um, kind of like the big moment here is this. V- speaking of story produce, we get this he- bizarre fight that feels so like made up on the cutting room floor of Mary Lynn and Victoria roommate. Once again, what I didn't realize they were rooming together. And what I don't even realize what the fight was about. Did can you tell? Can anyone here tell me what it was about? Picks you go. <laughs> I don't like. I don't. I I don't know. I think it was about like the previous conversation in the lobby space where they were all kind of like getting. Well, Victoria was like, "I'm not happy for her getting the one-on-one date," and I think that was kind. Of, that's the conversation they were talking about because everyone was like we can still be happy for her and still want to be on it. And I think that Marilyn was just there too. Like, I think literally Victoria was like, hmm, you. Like, I'll I'll talk shit about you. <laughs> like, I don't think she really had any clue what direction she was going in with this fight. Yeah. Yeah, but and then I mean, she, go ahead, Hannah. Well, and I mean, it's like, I like I had a friend ask like well do you think there's like footage of Marilyn that we didn't see like that she actually is like rude and I was like no because also all the other a Victoria is like obviously a plant and b all the other women were like what like they were all so confused they're like she said like like this narrative that Marilyn is just like (laughs) secretly a huge bitch is just like not tracking for anybody no, also, the producers a- would have definitely showed that if, like, Marilyn yeah. was being a huge bitch. Like, that's great TV. True. <laughs> yeah. True. Also, when Victoria, who is cuckoo, says someone's being mean to her, that probably means that <laughs> they're just like calling out the Victoria's cuckoo, or they're just living their <laughs> Wait, life. Yeah. The moment the this, I feel like this episode was a little sleepy, but the moment that really brought brought me to life was when they both Marilyn and Victoria sit down. And she says, do you want to go outside? And Victoria says, I'm not going outside. It's freezing. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, no, it's freezing. And I'm wearing a really scary Charlotte Russe dress. (laughs) What was that like? Poofy shouldered like mess. 
Ladies. It was like it was like Poe <laughs> Princess Peach. Ex- Hannah, ex- that would have been an exactly incredible like Halloween Princess Peach dress. I love a puffy sleeve, but it was like the puffy sleeve, the pattern, the like fabric, then like the ruching and the, the ruching, tying. Yeah. And, and I think there was a cutout in the middle and then also her bra straps and then her like three necklaces and her hoop earrings. I was like, Victoria, less is more, babe. Yeah. Who is it? The woman that's a famous woman. I know this is going to sound ridiculous, but who was like, put everything on and take one success. Coco Chanel. Coco Chanel. <laughs> very, very famous. I know when I said that, I was but like, then oh, I'm going to Luann said it too. Remember Luann said that on New York one season? She was like, darling, take, she was talking about someone. I can't remember what cast member it was. She was like, darling, take something off in the mirror or something like that. She quoted Coco Chanel, repurposed it for uh, De La Seps. It could have been anyone on Roni because they're, right. I mean, I, ha- my mind goes to early Jill Zarin, but yeah. who's I to think, say? No, I think it might've been later, like Tinsley maybe. Oh, um, darling, darling, darling. That makes sense as well. <laughs> um, so yeah, then we get the the rose ceremony, and someone pulls an American Next Top Model pass out. By someone you mean Sarah? <laughs> Sarah, yeah. Do y'all think it was real? I think she probably was like dizzy and was like, "I should probably go sit." <laughs> it just feels all too poetic for the woman who revealed everything about her life to like then pass out at the ceremony it's like it's something here does not i i don't know if it's sarah being like i want out <laughs> she's like maybe, maybe yeah. i get medical to take me out i don't have to do this anymore but like i don't know what do you think i don't know because i mean part of me like i mean you would have to be like pretty diabolical to be like i'm gonna fake pass out so that matt james like comes over and caresses <laughs> my face I was like are you okay like but i mean I don't know. I mean, I don't, Sarah doesn't strike me as someone whose brain would work in that manipulative of a way. Like Victoria would <laughs> no. do that. Um, yeah, you're right. right. But Victoria was probably like, fuck, yeah. that was my idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, I was going to do it in like two seconds and she beat me to it. <laughs> what I would pay to see Victoria just like knees locked face plant into the rose ceremony. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just like, boom. <laughs> in her hoey princess peach dress. Yes. I would really like that. <laughs> I immediately went to America's <laughs> Next Top Model, though. I was like, Rebecca, no! <laughs> Wait, so I that brought this scary. up Wait, so many Tom's times. Tom's favorite line of all time. Okay, I think everyone sleeps on part of that moment. So the moment that everyone recognizes is obviously <laughs> Rebecca passing out. Because it is it it is shocking. Like, her eyes... like, And I've never seen someone so stiff-legged pass out. Like, that's something you see in, like, movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, And that was yeah. real. My favorite moment, though, is after, like, they take her to the hospital and they resume judging and Tyra walks around the desk and she just goes, was anyone else scared? She, like, makes everyone raise their hand if they were scared. And then she goes about, like, comforts them. I think about it so much when, like, it, that, that's been my, like, mood for all of 2020 and apparently now 2021. Like, was anybody else scared? <laughs> Oh my God. I don't remember that in the slightest. I need to rewatch it. Like I haven't rewatched ANTM since it aired. And I feel like now is the time. You got to, well, you remembered Rebecca's name. So because, because I, I saw this episode and I was like, Oh, that's like the ANTM girl. And then I was like, who was it? It was Rebecca. Yeah. Didn't she miss her prom? No, that was Brooke. Sorry. Anyways. Uh, these those girls oh, were so young. Brooke. I forget. They're like eighteen. They yeah, were so young. Yeah. yeah. No. Um. If you just find like an extended clip, it happens like right after like it all happens. But I just feel like we sleep on it because it's it because it's so traumatic what happens at first. But 
<laughs> the judge's face is too when she passes out. It's <laughs> so funny. It's so crazy. I'm sorry. I take pleasure in people falling sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's Tom, you're a bad, really showing your true a bad app for me. Like I'm gonna need to do some editing here. <laughs> Okay, so who went home? I don't remember. Like, or no, we don't we know. Don't know yet because Sarah. Oh right, because she passes out. And Sarah says, ruined everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I ask you both too. Do you ever like? Yes, we all watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. But like, do you get to a point literally every single week where you're like, for the love of God, will you wrap it up already? Like, why is it so long? Like, by the time I got to it's like so long. Sarah's one on one, I was like, okay. I texted nope. Tom and I was like, "Is this two hours?" <laughs> <laughs> to which I replied, yes, we've been covering this for the past six months. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so fucking long. And there's so many commercials. I know. And like, there's... yeah, I watch it. And I'm like, why am I doing this? It's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> These girls it's... are so boring. Mm-hmm. It's very rarely worth it, I will say. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> See, we love Bachelor in Paradise. I think they'll probably oh do it this summer. It's my they favorite. I miss it so much. Me too. Because, okay, there, there actually is two hours of things to get in because there's so many right. different relationships and um, there's just so much footage, you know? So, like, there's so much they can show. Yeah. Uh, but not, not like, the regular seasons, you know? Yeah, and I feel like you're going to get, like, just more when you have that many people who like that many hot people drinking a lot in like a tropical environment, like it's just, mm-hmm. you're going to get some, some drama. You're going to get some dynamics that are really interesting to watch. It's not as stagnant. No, I love right. it so much. I'm so sad we didn't have it this summer, but I'm happy that they, everyone stayed safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, that's kind of like the end of the, yeah, the episode. I, I like any, kind of a met episode. Yeah, I agree. Any any thoughts on who we once again who we think are going to go all the way, all that stuff? I think definitely Abigail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that um, Lauren, mm-hmm. and I think obviously what's her face i can't see i can't even remember these people's names we don't know them that well yet yeah i I know i don't think sarah's gonna go that far actually really no i think she'll go midway like i don't think she'll make it to the end though like i definitely think i definitely think abigail lauren you know i love my girl kayla i love kayla i love yes i like her too um i i think that that girl Sarah. No, no, not Sarah. We just said Sarah. That girl Rachel. Mm-hmm. Rachel. She didn't get a lot of. She didn't get a lot on yes, this episode. But she got a lot of screen time. Like she got a lot of like, she got like an interview of her crying. I guess that was a yeah. lot. <laughs> I think she, that was it actually. No, no, she, no, she got she got a one on one with him like at the cocktail party. I think. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she she we I she almost got that first impression rose last week. I think she'll go pretty far. I really write. I really like. Um, I can't remember any of their names. I don't know. Th- those three are probably my faves. I like MJ, who I don't think she's going to go that far, but I like her. Oh, she's yeah, so I like pretty. I agree. I like her yeah, too. Yeah, she like seems like someone I'd be friends with. I also like Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And Maggie. Love Maggie. Yeah. Truly the most beautiful person I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah. Agree. Yes. I also think Janessa might go far. Like top seven. Mm-hmm. Janessa. Who is that? Janessa. She's a social media marketer. She was on the date, 
I mean, so was everyone else. Oh, she was talking about um, how like she has some trust issues and she like wants a relationship like her parents have because they've like been through a lot. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's just Senya. Oh, I remember why what's her face got so mad at Marilyn. It was because Matt James gave her like the flower. The orchid. The orchid. The orchid. I think he didn't know her name, but I do think he remembered there's a girl that likes orchids. That's what I wrote down. I was like, I think he was like, there's a girl that likes orchids. So I'm going to bring an orchid. And then you and guys are going to tell me which here. one it is. And then the producer's <laughs> going to tell me who it is. Because notice when she was like, I can't even believe you remembered my name. He didn't say like Marilyn. No, he was like, <laughs> actually... orchid. <laughs> orchid. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, that's kind of that, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're going to take a quick little break and come back with our final segment with uh, Hannah Brown. Uh, We'll talk to you guys in one second. Okay, and we are back. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Hannah, this was such a fun little chat we had today. Truly such a blast. It's, it's you you are a joy. You're you're so fun and funny. Oh my god. Yes, you all are the best time. It's so fun to chat. I'm literally like, when can we get drinks? I don't even know where you're ba- where Please. you're based, but I'm like, let's go. Oh, we're we're in New York, unfortunately, because you're you're in on the East Coast. New York part. City? The, the yeah. city. No, we're in Albany. Oh, you're in Albany? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're in New York City. Oh, we're in New York City. I was, I'm so gullible. I was like, no way. <laughs> the capital? I'm <laughs> um, um, yeah, I'm in LA. But I mean, I don't know. Like, let's hope, knock on wood, that BravoCon can happen in 2021. Please. Because Wait, then did I you would go? totally be there. Yes. Did you go? Yes. You went to BravoCon? No, no, no. I thought you said, would you go? I was like, yes. No, I yes. didn't oh, go. I didn't go. Oh. I, you know, the tickets were, you know, steep. We're going to have a conversation with Andy Cohen about that. But, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, thought of, I really thought about getting a ticket and then I just couldn't afford it. And then, but in hindsight, I was like, I should just open it a credit card to like go because this looks like the best <laughs> yeah. weekend I didn't go to. I know. I mean, they're still using, like, I feel like every week I see Bravo, like repost something from BravoCon still. I'm like they're still on this high because it was so great. <sighs> You want to know a really bad story. So the the weekend of BravoCon, once again, sad I wasn't at BravoCon. One of my best friends, Allison, asked me to come to watch uh, Nebraska play some it was a college football game. And the bar was next to BravoCon. <gasps> so on BravoCon, my gay ass was dressed in Nebraska wear watching Nebraska lose to some other college football team while James Kennedy was DJing Luann walk around the convention center. That is like a heartbreak for it was the worst day involved. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. I walked by I literally walked outside. I like walked past it and I just looked at it and I just single tear. Shed a tear. Yeah, Lauren Conrad, one (laughs) mascara tear down the face. Doesn't wear any mascara, but somehow there's still a mascara tear. A black tear. (laughs) I know. How do all these non actresses get away with single tearing? Like can't they like teach the actors of the world how to do that? Please. I'd love to learn. I mean, same. Like I'd have an Oscar by now. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Wait, so Hannah, uh, before we let you go, we like to wrap up on a fun conversation about whether we think each other would be good on reality television. That can be kind of wherever in the, you know, reality world. So we will start with our thoughts on you and then you can uh, wrap up with your thoughts on the two of us. Okay. 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 You can also say say anything. You can say no. (laughs) No, let's do it. 
Okay. Um, let's see, Hannah. I definitely think so. I'm trying to figure out like where in that universe I see you. You you just have um you're quick. So I like you would be good in scenarios because you would come up with like quick dialogue. I think that the worst is when on these shows there's just like not a forward their forward motion. I think you would be so fun on The Bachelor. Like, I don't want you there because it's like a trash place to be, but like, I would love to see you like on VIP, like just like drinking with the boys and like having a blast with everyone. Like, I, I, I think you'd fit in very well and you'd be a v- very refreshing because you are smart and um, that. <laughs> I was actually going to say the same thing. I think like, I don't know your relationship status, but I do think that in, in this universe or an alternate universe, if you wish, you would be a good like candidate contestant on Bachelor That's because so you nice. are so funny and these girls are not. Yeah. We need funny people. Like we need people that are good for, you know, our screens, you know, in that Thank way. You. you know, that's so funny because I'm not single, but I was single for a very long time up until this point in my life. And I was told many times that I should go on The Bachelor. And here's the thing. I don't have a thick enough skin to be on reality TV, but I would love to like plan my looks and give good like one liners and comebacks. That's like where I feel like I would thrive. I feel like your interviews would be very, very fun. Thank you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, I don't want to like, we don't need to get too much into like your, your psyche, but is it the, what, what <laughs> are, are you scared of? Like the audience? Or are you scared of like the contestants? Like what, like what part of mm. like the pressure do you think would be like, what broke you? I really, you know, it's, I'm like, I consider myself like, you know, like snarky, but I actually like really don't like confrontation. Like I don't like conflict. It really stresses me out. And so like, I love commenting on stuff like in this kind of format, but when it comes to like getting in someone's face, I actually like really, really don't know how I get like steamrolled very easily. So like, that's why I don't know that I would be a good fit. And also, also I'm like, kind of piggybacking on that I'm like very sensitive so like I think my edit could get real crazy real quick and I don't want to give someone else control over that narrative I'm in that same boat (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm incredibly sensitive and I never even I never even thought about the edit part but like yeah my I feel like my they would fuck up my life with the edit (laughs) same (laughs) that has to be so scary because like you really have, you give them so much footage and like, they can do anything. They really can. Yeah. Cause we see, we see the way they, they'll edit reactions, you know, like they'll take a reaction of you like getting the wrong drink and make it look like you're making that face about your co-star saying like something, you know, about their life. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they can like cut anything, you know? And I, I have to imagine that that's very scary. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> but we, we'd like to see it. Oh my god! Well, never say never. Who's to say? No, we no no no. We 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 wish the best for you and your relationship. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so <laughs> now I let y'all know. Yeah, so, so it can it can be individual. It can be joint. You, you go on your own journey with us. Uh, I really feel like you both in your own unique ways are like a really good grounding energy. And I do think that, that a good reality TV show needs that sort of Greek chorus of the show. Who's like funny, smart, and is going to say what the audience is thinking. And I think you both bring that to the table. Like I don't, and again, I don't know either of you very well. It's been a really fun like <laughs> yeah, hour or so, met. but, but <laughs> yes. I don't see either of you necessarily instigating all the conflict, but I do see you 
offering like a funny and unique perspective of what's going on in your interviews and being like a good, like friend of like the dramatic, like Kristen Doty character on the show. Now you lost me on Kristen Doty, but thank you. <laughs> I'm, you neither of you strike me as someone who's like messy enough that you're going to be the Kristen, but like, you're right, going right, to be right. a funny no, character kidding. on a reality show without being right. like the dramatic messy one. Yeah. I, my dream, my, my new dream is to somehow <laughs> finagle my way into the summer house. I would love that for you. I just think that I could bring, I'm, I'm, I'm a gay that can mingle well with the straights, but I'm talking about straight men, not, not, not straight women. I mean, obviously straight women. I'm saying like, I, I can, ha I can hang with the straight guys and, and I'm comfortable in that world. I can party it up that I can also call, call people out. You know, I'm not, I'm comfortable doing that. Yes. I would really <laughs> love to get my hands on Carl. <laughs> maybe physically and verbally, verbally and physically <laughs> i want to watch all of the above <laughs> yeah i think that again like i am very sensitive so there's a world that i would get good for good television but a bad edit in my personal life mm -hmm. but yeah i think it would be fun maybe like pop into summer house tom that you're on just for a couple weekends, be a friend of. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. like a there couple episodes, make yeah. a little yes. comment here and there, maybe give yeah, us a good reaction have... shot in the background yes. of like, whoa. Right, yeah, because everyone gets to bring, like people get to bring people into the house. Mm -hmm. Well, not not right now, but you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, great. Excellent. Y'all, this was such a Hannah. blast. Thank you so, this so much for having me. So I'm much so happy you were on and thank you for coming on. I know you had like a full evening tonight of like talking about Bachelor. You've been doing it for about three, four hours. I can't now. think of anything I would rather do with my time. This was truly such a joy. So thank you so such much. Such a joy. Oh my God, of course. And um, before we let you go, can you just do a quick little plug on all of your socials, podcasts, ventures, all those things? Yes. Thank you so much. Um, Y'all can follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter, Hannah A. Brown Zero on TikTok which honestly I'm not super active on, but feel free to follow and check out my podcast, Not Aspirational with Hannah Brown. And if you are a Gossip Girl fan, check out my other podcast that I co-host with my friend Tyler Meredith called You Know You Love Us, where we're currently recapping season one of Gossip Girl. Ooh. That's so fun. You know, I've never watched Gossip Girl, but I've always <gasps> wanted to. Tom, now is a great time. <laughs> really? I, I think I, then you can I listen to the I pod might. and you can watch. So you guys, so is every episode like an episode of Gossip Girl, like from the beginning? Yes. And so we're oh gosh, actually about that. to wrap up season one and I can't say what the future holds, but you know, I got it. Who's to say, <laughs> so, you know, you love us, but you know, you love us. We say that every episode. Um, and so while you watch Gossip Girl, I'll watch Rock of Love bus. Uh, you will fly honestly, through rock of love bus <laughs> honestly We're, it's similar like bad level of tv yes <laughs> i do really want to start like you know we, we've been talking about starting a patreon for this podcast and i want to so bad where we like do a deep dive like on a season of reality that like is so iconic yes like a season of america's except model or like a season of rock of love aka bus or <laughs> yes <laughs> yes we must. That that's our 2021 goals tom oh my yes. god one of them i feel like the, the early one <laughs> the early 2000s offer so much comfort for everyone in general but i feel like especially right now like we're all clinging to that just like cozy nostalgic vibe and so i think you Completely. should absolutely do it i would totally subscribe and listen cool. 
Oh my God. Well, great. Speaking of subscribe and listen, do that to uh, Hannah's podcast as well as ours. Uh, and you can follow uh, dumpster dive at dumpster dive pod on Instagram. And uh, you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet and kicks me at kicks Hamlet. That's C I X. And uh, that's kind of it. I hope everyone has a very safe uh, rest of your weekend. Uh, this is a Sunday that you're listening to this. I hope you had a good week. <laughs> 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 and uh, we'll be back once again on Fridays and Sundays. Fridays are our are, are Bravo recaps. Sundays are our Bachelor recaps. And uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye.